Hi, and welcome to No Longer Apart. This is your host, Grim Driver. Well, today's been kind of interesting. This is the 14th time, which going by hotel standards, it's actually the 13th time. Because the 13th time was really good, but I deleted it. Or I didn't record it correctly. Or as every, each time I stopped the segment to, to, to work or do something else, I didn't do the right thing and I deleted the wrong thing. So this is try 13.2. Yeah, that works. Um, thank you for sitting through my 30-minute rant yesterday. Um, I promise guests are on the way. And especially after the way today went, I'm going to try tonight and prepare to get some people on the air tomorrow. So as I'm driving about, I pick up this person in the Bronx going to Queens, a lady who is a nurse. And uh, right away, you know, after my intro, so the intro, yeah, right. The intro I give each time people get into the car is I have candy if you like, there's cell phone charges if you need, and you have a chance of winning prizes on the tablets. And I also have a small advertising space below that that's uh, lit. Uh, that I made, I'm working on perfecting it, uh, where at the time I'm placing the AER Rides ad. Uh, AER Rides is a new rideshare company launching in New York City uh, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, We only have Teslas, and it will cost you less than you pay for your other rides. Because the rides are too damn high. We're trying to make this truly sustainable. We, We feel that it can't really be sustainable if the passenger is being ripped off and paying too much for the ride. It can't be truly sustainable if the driver isn't being paid right. Uh, In New York City, the pay gap um, isn't as bad as other places. Uh, The city took care of us and uh, mandated what we have to be paid per mile per minute. Everybody else in the rest of the country really needs help. They're not being paid even close to fairly. But even though we are kind of being paid fairly here, it's expensive to live here and costs are rising. I mean, look, everybody knows the costs are rising everywhere, no matter what you're doing these days. Um, So the point of my greeting to the passenger, you know, I say good morning, good afternoon, hey, what's up, whatever comes out of my mouth, the appropriate or inappropriate time. And um, so the point of the greeting is to bring the person's attention to the different things in the car. It's to break the ice. So sitting next to me is a, um, you know like you go to the diner and there's that that glass thing that you put the sugar in? Is that like a sugar shaker? Like a salt, pepper, and sugar shaker? Well, I had to find something inexpensive, you know, easy to replace, um, and would fit in the cup holder. Uh, so I picked that because it has a very cool, like, ribby-looking design to it, and it was a dollar. Uh, I also like to use glass because I think that's a statement of lunacy and also confidence that we will probably not get into a situation where that glass item will become a problem. Uh, I did a lager-like stout glass, like a stout glass, I think. Uh, I don't remember exactly uh, when I had my Camry starting to do the rideshare job. Um, So I offer them candy in this nice lit glass. 
I have some LEDs underneath it to light it. And then the phone cables that travel through the center and light up the center because they're light up phone cables um, are wrapped around it, you know, to bring attention to it, especially in the dark. Uh, I have a car that's black on black on black on black. The interior is called piano black. So it's just black on black on black. If you drop something in here in the middle of the night without these lights, you'll never find it. So I'm offering them candy. People don't get offered things anymore. Like, you know, here's some candy if you want. Um, there's cell phone charges if you need. I'm driving around in a giant battery, so of course I'm going to share my battery with you. And you have a chance of winning prizes on the tablet. It's the Play Octopus Tablet. So this company is amazing. Uh, there are many other companies that were around pre-pandemic um, that would upgrade the driver's customer service by offering free snacks or games with prizes. And, um, you know, I really like Octopus. Uh, they pay me to be in the car, but the value in it isn't, isn't what they pay me to be in the car. It's the increased customer service those higher ratings make a huge difference in the trips you get on all the companies. And um, the tips, it increases your tips, it changes the mood, and sometimes it just keeps the person occupied or it itself starts a conversation. Now, I've, I've formulated this over many, many disastrous tries and I don't always say it the right way. And there is definitely a marked difference between me saying it in any way that I say it and not saying it. So I advise all rideshare drivers to do something similar because it makes a huge difference. It really changes your experience also doing this job. So for a couple of bucks a month in candy, and I found that Jolly Ranchers really are the key. Any other candy won't move. They don't want it. Like during certain holidays, they put out like Kit Kats and Snickers and, you know, the variety pack and dark chocolate. And no one will take it. But the Jolly Ranchers move. That is truly the rideshare candy. Um, I, I can't keep up with it. Uh, I'm constantly refilling the glass. I'm looking over right now kinds of needs to be topped off four or five people today took it and even if they don't take it they like being offered it so I advise you to try it um, and I advise you to look into play octopus uh, I'll post up uh, more information about them as we go forward uh, it's a very great company um, it's all over the country they give you a free tablet the charging cable the harness to hook it to your seat all you gotta do is plug it in, and all you have to do is bring attention to it. Uh, drivers that don't bring attention to it, don't make as much money, don't get interacted with as much. Uh, my tablet is um, the seventh most used tablet in the country. I'm going for number five this year. Uh, I've been climbing the charts. Uh, last year's goal was to, to reach the uh, top 10. And then it was to, you know, slide down as much as I can or up. And, and now I'm eyeing that number five place. Um, 
The number one guy the other day was on Facebook gloating how much he took a whole month off and he's still in the lead. He's been in the lead for a while. But hey, I don't know. I guess I don't have an overwhelming like desire to have to be number one. I am just so happy to be in the top ten. To me, that's pretty good. Top five is mind-blowing. I don't even really need to be number one. It's not that important. Um, so that's the thing. So when the people get in the car, I greet them with that. I greeted this lady earlier on today with it. And right away she started talking. And I'm like, hey lady, I got a podcast. And I think you'd be amazing on it. Um, and and we talked about that a little bit. Um, but but she she said no, which is totally okay. I'm, I'm not really ready for it. I mean, you could tell by these interactions. Um, having to lead and guide through a conversation is, is going to be a whole other hurdle for me. So we had this great hour conversation scaling through all topics, um, pandemic topics, her experiences, her life experiences, my life experiences, our, you know, pandemic experiences, um, and, and life things. And those are the most important things I think I have to share with you. And, um, even though we were two different people, uh, we were able to agree on so much. Um, and then later on in the day, um, I had this young lady, I pick her up, Again, greeting, happy to be in a Tesla. And she's like, I just broke up with my boyfriend. It's a long distance relationship. He fucked up. I don't want to say what happened. Uh, I feel like that's private. She also did not want to be on the podcast. I really felt like a dick even trying. But I said, hey, maybe you want to vent about this on a podcast. Uh, and then at the end of the ride, she was kind of disappointed I didn't just record it. I, I need to, to navigate this better. I'm going to be more ready tomorrow. And um, in my original draft of this episode, I guess, um, I was talking more freer, I guess, and, and I, I feel like I said a lot of wrong things. Like, I shouldn't be talking about people's interactions like it's something I missed out on because it's theirs. It's not mine. Um, we're just sharing it. Uh, I feel like there's a great responsibility to this that I don't quite understand yet. And then hopefully together we'll figure it out. I, I feel like I need a little bit of a moral code. Um, but in saying that, uh, the first lady I made sure she left with the, um, with the, with the barcode, the, the QR code to find the podcast. Because she said she'll definitely be a listener. And um, the, the young lady that left later just wanted the name of the podcast so she could look it up. That's great. Possibly two new listeners. And uh, Miss from the Bronx, I hope you contact me and we put together a uh, proper interview or just uh, chewing the shit and, uh, like we had just done. But, um, yeah, this is, this is a whole process. Like, you know, maybe after like 10,000 episodes, this will be pretty good, you know? 10,000 hours, 10,000 episodes... I dread the thought at 10,000 episodes, but odder things have happened. Uh, so today is more of an infrastructure day, trying to figure out my Facebook page, and um, my 15-year-old did not uh, totally trash my podcast. So, and, and you know, she had a lot of positive things to say, 
but she's my kid and uh, you know trying to support each other uh, the same thing with my wife uh, she says hey you have a nice voice for it and I just look at her and I was like uh, you married me so I, I guess you kind of like my voice <laughs> but but no I, I you know they're sincere in, in their criticism uh, which was 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 not that much uh, I would have loved way more criticism uh, but I hope you don't mind what I find to be one of the most irritating voices you could be stuck with. But maybe it records and sounds different to you. We don't know. Uh, my stomach is growling because I've been driving straight from about 3.30 in the morning to what is now 4.15 p.m. I'm about 15 minutes away from home. And since I screwed up what I was putting together earlier, um, I wanted to redo it. And this is actually flowing way better. Even though earlier I was horribly slurring some words because of how hungry I am. But we're going to take care of that shortly. I find that, um, you know, my motivation is just way too strong and it's busy. And I, I just forget that I'm hungry and it's ride after ride after ride. Uh, I would normally have snacks in the car and my wonderful wife bought me a selection of snacks. But I have a cracked, horrible tooth that is impeding my ability to eat any crunchy, crunchy things. And I think I have uh, what they call long COVID. In November of last year, I had COVID. Um, it was weird. It was like I reached for something. It felt like I broke a rib. I couldn't breathe. And it was gone within like 15, 20 minutes. Uh, I thought it was from my um, old back injury. We have a lot of things to talk about with that. Um, but, you know, it went away and it was no big deal. I had like a head cold type of thing. You know, no big deal. You know, I wasn't wearing a hat. It was chilly. I wasn't dressed correctly. Um, a hat and a scarf to me is, is important because my ears are a weak spot and, and my throat is a weak spot. So I've learned that if I just take care of those things in cold weather, I don't get that sick. Or, or I could totally avoid it. And, and now that I'm no longer like out in the wild working construction or shipbuilding or, or whatever wild thing I'm doing, I've actually been able to maintain a decent level of health. So yeah, the next morning I woke up, I went to brush my teeth, and I realized I had no taste and smell. Now, it was like a moment of, wow, I don't taste the toothpaste. Let me pay attention because I brush my teeth every day, and maybe I just didn't pay attention to it. Like, you know, took it for granted. And, and then I realized that if someone had put shit in the, um, you know, toothpaste colored shit inside of, I, I might not have even paid attention if it was brown, because I'm half asleep, um, I wouldn't have known. So it's a struggle. Um, I have horrible high, eyesight. Um, I'm losing my hearing. I have hearing aids. Um, so my smell, my taste, and my touch are amplified. You know, I'm, I'm a sculptor, so I see through my hands and communicate through my hands into the material. Um, and my taste and smell. I'm a pretty wicked cook. Like, you can cook me something, and I'll tell you what exactly the fuck's in there. I appreciate all those small tastes. And I don't have it anymore. I've got like 10% on a good day. Or it's like, I get to taste one thing a day. And then it's gone. Cilantro. Apparently cilantro I could taste more often than anything else. 
Um, which is funny because um, I'm Sicilian and, and growing up in, in more or less a, a fully Italian neighborhood at the time, um, my grandmother would always mistakenly buy cilantro. She didn't know what the fuck cilantro was. And she'd buy it and, and, and she wouldn't taste it. And she'd go home and she would cook with it and, 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 and be so angry. Or she'd get home and then taste it. And it would be this whole big deal about how the parsley went bad. <laughs> or it's the wrong shit. Um, this damn cilantro. Um, <laughs> but, you know, growing past that, I happen to like cilantro a lot. Uh, I don't think I could taste parsley. I'm, I'm growing some fresh herbs. Um, and I love spicy food, so I've been trying to retrain my taste buds and... You know, having hot and sour soups and, and some really wicked ramen my uh, friend Jimmy brought me to have. Uh, really good stuff. I couldn't taste it. And, and he ordered some duck eggs. And he's like, wow, you know, you're eating those duck eggs. And I'm like, dude, I don't think I can taste them. So I'm eating them because I like trying different things. But I think it just doesn't taste like anything. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty rough. Um, my cooking is starting to suffer. I cook mostly from memory. It's really hard to eat um, because it's like I'm not going to taste it. And apparently, I liked food for the taste, not just for the gluttonous action. But that's good to finally know. You know, I've struggled with my weight my whole life. It's a constant thing. Um, you know, I've been where I've wanted to be for a really long time, and I don't nitpick on my weight. You know, I go up and down. Um, but it's a lifelong struggle, and if I don't do the right things, um, you know, I could lose 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 control of it. And then it's a lot of work. It's less work to maintain it than to come back from a huge gain. That's that's the way I kind of look at it. And it really isn't that difficult. And I'm not really that hard on myself about it. You know, I just adjust the way that I'm eating. Eat a little bit less. Eat a little bit less. And then I get used to just eating a little bit less. And then you know, it equals out. I don't deprive myself. I eat whatever the fuck I want. Uh, I try and limit myself to like, you know, fast food once a week. Because doing this job, the healthiest thing I have available to me most of the times are the halal food carts in the city and in Brooklyn and throughout the five boroughs. You know, it's chicken, it's rice, it's lamb, it's a little bit of salad. Um, I don't put too much shit on it. I put some damn good hot sauce my friends in the food carts make themselves even have like a cilantro green one that works sometimes uh, I want to throw a huge shout out to all the food vendors uh, all the food trucks I could not do what I do without you you feed me you keep me healthy you're there with me in the middle of the night um, so I always tip well always tip these guys well they don't they don't make as much money as they should um, and they really appreciate it. And, and you know, um, I have great conversations with them also. You know, that's something else so I would like to do is help those guys elevate a little bit. And some of those guys really put some fucking effort into it. You know, some of the guys put a couple of little bit extra spices in it. You know, a couple of little bit extra herbs. A little bit better microgreens lettuce. Um, and, and, and I would really, you know, as we do this, I'm going to throw some shout outs. Um, as I'm at Leech location and I tell them I tell them this stuff is wicked I come back to you because you really put some effort into it I really appreciate people that even though their job sucks 
And I and 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 even though it's not the best situation, they really try their best to put out the best they can because they have some pride in what they do. I try to do that also. Don't succeed every day. I can be really cranky sometimes doing this job, and I really try not to put it out to the passengers. So I'll stay quiet, still do my greeting no matter what, uh, because at least that puts people at ease. It disarms them a little bit. It um, invites them to let you know what they want. Nah, I'm good. I'm going to the dentist. Well, you don't have to take the candy right now. You can save it for later. I'm trying to lose weight. I don't think that Jolly Ranch is really going to ruin it for you. Um, whatever they come up with. And I always find that odd because the offer of candy isn't eat in front of me only. Take it for later. I go to the bank. Hey, TD Bank. And I take the bloody lollipop. I might even take two. Because, you know, I don't really buy candy. Um, I don't really have the time to, like, eat all day. And I try and limit my access a little bit to make it harder. Um, I need to go back to having snacks in the car. But again, crunchy, crunchy things are an issue right now. <laughs> I am told in three or four hundred visits, my teeth will be better. But uh, that'll be on May 4th. I think today is May 2nd. In two more days. Two more days until um, less pain. Uh, Moltrin's been helping and um, Ambisol. I was looking for clover oil, like from the Marathon Man, because my dad said that actually works. And I do believe what my dad tells me because he knows quite a bit. Um, and, uh, you know, if it worked for Dustin Hoffman in the Marathon Man with the Nazis drilling out his teeth, I thought it could possibly get me a little further. And it's something I, I've tried in the past that it was available. But when I went to the uh, giant chain pharmacy... They did not have it. And yo, what's up with this like new system of sending scripts directly from the doctor's office to the pharmacy? I found that 60% of the time it doesn't happen. I don't know if it's the pharmacy's fault. I don't know if it's the um, office's fault. You know, with the dentist this time, I was supposed to get some antibiotics because I got to get like a root canal and they thought that would help and some high powered like Moltrini type things. And I called the pharmacy. We don't have it. Oh, okay. Let me call back the doctor. The first time, you know what? I don't mind the first time. Fine. I'll call the doctor. Ring, 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 ring. 45 minutes of trying to get somebody on the bloody phone. Oh, Yeah. Uh, the pharmacy the pharmacy didn't get the script either one of them uh, can you please resend them go through the whole thing who are you what are you what do you need okay no problem give it 15 20 minutes two hours went by called the pharmacy again luckily I'm able to get through the pharmacy one two calls waiting waiting not too bad again they don't have it but now it's five o'clock and I call the office and they've left so it's five days. I've just given up. I bought my own damn Moltrin and no antibiotics. Uh, apparently, I don't have an infection um, or it cleared itself up, thankfully, which is uh, a gift for me because uh, infections can run rampant with me. So that's a concern. Um, but it really sucks, man, because now I'm going to go back and I know many other people that have this problem. 
I love the idea of E sending the stuff, but it doesn't work. Why doesn't this work? Um, it's, it's, you know, a modern, what is it? A first world country problem. Seriously, I'm not complaining. So many worse things. But give me the stupid piece of paper then. Or email it to me. I'm, I'm, you know, like I'm trying to get my damn meds. And, and I know a lot of people that really need their meds. And they don't get the goddamn meds for weeks. And then they have to go back and pay the stupid copay. Because the doctor is now like, what are you talking about? And they have to go back. And then they don't get the meds again. And then they go out, these important meds. It's so crazy. But yes, COVID. And yes, but no, but no, COVID it wasn't working that way before. Need to get that working. Or give the patient a way to access it on those stupid patient portals um, that are crazy to deal with uh, and so odd. We're all supposed to get used to it at some point. Sometimes they're useful. Again, I'm not complaining, I'm just commenting. Um, they should be a wonderful thing to get your records and all that eventually. And it'd be great if they all talk to each other. It would be great if I had my patient portal that traveled with me from doctor to system to hospital, but not yet. Um, that would be great. I would like to have my own damn information that I could bring with me to a doctor and they get to view it when I bring it to them. They get to borrow it in their system. Um, and then when I leave them, and it's, it's, you know, more opinions. This didn't work out. I moved like a hundred million different things. Let me take it with me. Why do I have to request my information? My medical records are part of my body, Right. Isn't that what it is? It's my private information that like if my wife had a call, I have to call too and give, you know, permission. And, and I understand privacy and that's great and wonderful. But like I want my records. I want to say who can access them. I, I want to be able to do that on a click on an app. So, yo, app people out there, let's get going on that, right? One of you kids out there in, in school right now, make that. Uh, I'm going to tell my friends to make that. But one of you will make it. And maybe you'll all be rich. And maybe we'll all have some great shit that'll work better. And I will stop saying you all a lot more. Because I've noticed I've been overusing that. Um, but yeah. So apparently I've made a second episode. And I've talked for 26 minutes. I don't even feel like I made a point. Um, the pointless forest. I hope I made some kind of point getting to know each other, uh, my day, um, my stomach is hungry, uh, I hope you all are okay, again, you all, I hope everyone's okay, I hope you're navigating, um, you know, pre-COVID, post-COVID, uh, COVID point three, uh, COVID getting weaker, it, it, this is our life now, you know, I, I, I told my youngest, you know, at the beginning of this, whole thing uh, because we both had started tracking it the November before New York City's lockdown you know the October November before I started tracking it you know my Google News feed look I'm just a stupid cab driver and my phone you know the news feed let me know about it and uh, I started tracking it and I was like oh bird flu oh this oh that oh Zika you know we had a bunch of those they were scares at the time and I guess we got a little um like um, 
uh, numb to it because we've been lucky that none of these things, you know, Ebola, holy shit, you know. Man, when, when, when AIDS came out as a kid, man, I was a kid in high school and elementary school. We were freaking the fuck out. It's amazing that, like, they've got control of that. I, I really didn't think that was ever going to happen. And in my lifetime, not even in my lifetime, like, in half my lifetime, pop, hey, we got this under control. It's not a death sentence anymore. That's, like, such great shit, man. Like, science, keep going. Um... But started tracking it, and my daughter said, hey, you know, they mentioned this in school. And I'm like, yeah, I'm reading about it. I'm like, I don't think we need to start worrying too much yet, but I would say that, you know, with you should keep an eye on it. Like, you know, because things of like this has happened before, and who knows what's going to happen. Like, there's tons of movies about this. You know, we have the CDC. We're, we're ready for this. It shouldn't be, you know, it should be all right. So as it progressed and we got closer to January, I was like, no, this is different. And this is not Monday morning quarterback shit. This is my dialogue with myself and with passengers and everything that was happening at the time. This is a recall. Uh, this isn't me trying to make it seem like I knew what the fuck was going on above and beyond what I knew the fuck was going on. So by January, I was pretty much convinced. I, I knew it was coming. Like, I would have been shocked if it didn't. And, and I figured by that point, it had to be here already. We need to realize we're global. We can be somewhere else in hours. It used to take years, days, months, you know, boats. Now we fly somewhere. We're all sharing the same air. It doesn't take that much to bring it somewhere else now. And, and I hope that we learn that we are a global community and what happens on the other side of the world affects us here. And what happens here affects them there. And we have to share this fucking rock until you all have, again, you all, until everyone has a different idea. That's what we have. So starting in January, I started working seven days a week, 16 hour days uh, until the March lockdown to store up as much as I could. And uh, I did that. And then when the, you know, and then when March came and it went from, no, 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 this is not happening to, oh, yo, dude, help me load my monitor in your car because I'm moving to my office at home now. Or no, I need an office at home now because I'm not working in my office anymore. They closed everything down. And that went on for a while. And then it switched into like, you know, essential workers mode. And, um... You know, that's how that played out. I mean, we'll, we'll talk more about it. Uh, this is not all going to be about COVID. You know, I, I guess this is like part of my therapy. Um, moving on from it, I think we're all kind of doing that. It's really great that people are now coming into the car with way different attitudes. With, you know, with their stories. You know, it was really, it was really something to, to behold that I was driving around. I, I was out in the, the whole time. You know, in, in, during the lockdown, I never stopped working. I start, I worked continuously almost for a year like that. Um, it burnt me the fuck out. Uh, I'm kind of doing that a little bit now, too. Lots of things on the plate. What I do should not be called multitasking. We need a new word for that. Maybe omnitasking. Because what we do these days is, is not multitasking. It's obscene. I, I want to live someplace and unplug. I want to look at the stars. I want some trees. 
I, I don't want to keep this going um, as far as technology-wise. I love technology. It's just a tool. You know, as with hammers, hammers can build things. Or you can go about smashing people about in the skull. Depends on how you use the tool. So, yeah, I'm not going to give up on technology. I, I just need a little bit less of it. Um, you know, I'm playing... Uh, my job all day is playing a game. You know, I, I referred to the Grand Theft Auto the other day, but I feel like I'm playing Grand Theft Auto in this thing all the day. But instead of, you know, all that other game stuff, I'm moving people about the city. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, thank you so much again um, for joining me. Um, I set up the Facebook page incorrectly, and my wife is going to help me this evening. Um, I, I didn't realize that there was a... I, I did know there's like a company page or a group page or something, but when I went to go create it, it was just like, create a Facebook page off of the same app I have for my other Facebook page. So I signed out, asked me for first and last name. So I put my first name as being uh, no longer, and my last name as being a part. And I've, uh, uh, you know, invited a couple friends, you know, just to keep the, the thing going and start and all that. And, and then, um, you know, I invited my wife and, and then she's like, why don't you make a group page? And I was like, oh, please help me later. Um, my wonderful daughter is going to school me in TikTok and Twitter. Um, she will eventually be in charge of these things. She's uh, starring in a play right now. Um, you know, her first play. And, and, you know, not starring, but she's in it. Um, and, and that's great. You know, she tried out for the bigger parts and everything. But, you know, Pandemic. Um, she, she loves to sing and stuff. Um, but Pandemic, you know, that threw everything off. She, she, she wasn't doing these things because it all went away. So I'm so proud of how much vigor for life she has and how much she wants to do and run and she's working so hard so in about two weeks she's in her first production uh, involved in many different ways even doing a, a bit of tech work for it um, so uh, when that's over she'll be getting more involved in this because you know what there comes a point when a parent is taught by their child and I've always kept my ear open to them to listen because they're living this time period while I am coming from another time period trying to adjust. The kids get it. So, you know, you should listen to your kids a little bit. You know, you can't give in. You got to pick your battles, you know, all that parent stuff. But, um, you know, they might really have, you know, a lot of good things to say. And, and it's it's good in the right situations to let them lead. Because how else are they going to learn how to lead? You take the lead. You know how to do this? You show me. You lead me. And, and you, you know, I found in general that it opens up a greater dialogue. And then when you try and nudge them in the right direction, they're kind of open to listening because you listen to them. You, you heard what they had to say. You know, and, and, and when my daughter says things that, like, are off, I, I listen. You know, not off, but, like, you know, not fully formed. Or I feel like there's another bit of information that should be placed in it for a broader view. And I'm like, you know, yeah, I totally get it. I see where you're coming from. I, I, I am, and, you know, I'm not putting this together right, but you're getting the drift, I hope. And, um, and I interject the bit of information that I think needs to be added. And I say, look, no, you're not wrong. 
or maybe add this into it, or 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 just think about what I'm saying about this. And um, you know, and, and who knows? It makes a difference or not? But you, you're better off to say than not say, right? You should tell your people that you love them every day if you can. So, to M M N N, the four important people in my life. Um, I love you, and I'm saying that on public record. And I will say that when I see you too. So thank you very much. I am parked right now in front of the Batcave. Um, a lot of people get into this car and call it the Batmobile, so I park in a subterranean spot near my home that is affordable, and uh, I drive too much to have to park the damn thing at the end of the day. And, you know, it's protected and stuff. And, and I learned that in the winter it helps it not being freezing having a Tesla, but we'll have that conversation also. So thank you very much. I can't guarantee that in the next day or two I will put something up. Uh, but uh, when I meet you next time, we will have some guests, or at least the attempt. And I guarantee you the first attempt is going to be hilarious and a mess. So thank you very much. Have a good day, and I hope to see you soon.